Howdy, folks. Your attention, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hello, and welcome to Discoveryland. My name is Victoria, and I will be your guide on this adventure through yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. the most beautiful attraction at Disneyland that you have never seen. Unless you visited the park between 1956 and 1977, you will never know the majesty and splendor of Rainbow Caverns. Now widely regarded as one of the most mysterious and captivating aspects of Disneyland lore, the Rainbow Caverns was not a standalone attraction. In fact, it initially opened in July 1956 as part of the Rainbow Caverns Mine Train. When that attraction was expanded in 1960, it became the Mine Train through Nature's Wonderland. At the end of both iterations of the ride were the breathtaking Rainbow Caverns. Because of the unique position that Rainbow Caverns holds in Disneyland history, it requires its own episode of Discoveryland. In fact, in the 1950s, Disneyland advertised Rainbow Caverns as if it were an attraction unto itself with its very own attraction poster. The black poster promoted spectacular Rainbow Caverns with 22 magnificent waterfalls and geysers. The black poster featured the silhouettes of a conductor and children aboard a mine train winding their way through the colorful caverns. What was it that made Rainbow Caverns so unique, and why is it fondly remembered by those who were fortunate enough to experience it? Understanding Rainbow Caverns requires that we discuss one of the most legendary Imagineers in Disney history. In 1935, Claude Coates took an apprenticeship as a background painter at Disney's Hyperion Avenue studio. He began working on cartoon shorts such as Mickey's Fire Brigade and Pluto's Judgment Day. He would eventually work on backgrounds and color styling for the Disney animated classics Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, Lady and the Tramp, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, and Cinderella. Then, as Walt Disney was constructing Disneyland in 1955, Coates joined WED Enterprises, now known as Walt Disney Imagineering. He contributed backgrounds and lighting for Fantasyland's dark rides, including Mr. Toad's Wild Ride and Snow White's Scary Adventures. Then, he was tasked by Walt Disney with the impossible. Disney was always on the lookout for new and innovating technologies that he could implement in his park. One of the things he came upon was the use of fluorescent dyes that could be mixed with water. 
Because of Coates' experience with backgrounds and using blacklight in Fantasyland's dark rides, Disney charged Coates with developing this technique for the Rainbow Caverns mine train. The caverns themselves would be housed in a backstage building in Frontierland. Inside, guests would see silhouettes of various shapes made out of waterfalls, which would have signs in front of them explaining what the guests were looking at. These scenes within the Rainbow Caverns included Bridal Veil Falls, Staircase Falls, Dance of the Seven Sisters, Silver Threads Among the Gold, Red Devil Falls, Witch's Cauldron, Angel Falls, and Rainbow Falls. According to Coates, I got interested and did sketches and storyboards. We had to make mock-ups with wood first, just to find out how we could handle this water and make it go into the shapes of a witch or a cauldron or an angel or whatever character we were trying to do. End quote. Once Coates figured out how he would create shapes with water, his next task was to figure out how to illuminate the water. The goal was to utilize different colors for the various scenes inside the caverns, culminating in a grand finale of all six primary colors falling side by side in one big, wide waterfall. Regarding this challenge, Coates had the following to say, We wanted to have them as close together as we could, so they were separated by a very few inches. There was a mathematician at the studio who had come over with Werner von Braun, and he looked at this waterfall and said it was statistically impossible. There would be enough splash between one color and the next, no matter how well we controlled it, that it would be all gray in one week. Concerned about the viability of the project, Coates turned to Disney. Heinz Haber said that it was statistically impossible. With his typical can-do attitude, Walt replied, Well, it's fun to do the impossible. As Claude Coates continued his work on Rainbow Caverns, he developed an innovative plumbing system for the attraction. Because he needed to keep the colors separate in several instances, he arranged separate drain channels for each flow of water. The water, which was colored with dye from Ultraviolet Products Incorporated, was circulated through a pump, which would continually recycle it. For example, separate flows of water would fall down Rainbow Falls, collect at the bottom into a reservoir, then get pumped back up to the top. With each channel separated, splashing and mixing would be minimized, maintaining the color integrity of each water flow. Other falls, such as Bridal Veil Falls, Staircase Falls, and Dance of the Seven Sisters, all used blue water. There was less need to keep the water from each of these scenes separate since it was all the same color. In those instances, larger pools and rivers of water could be seen streaming around and underneath the train track. To illuminate the water, ultraviolet light would be strategically placed. The illusion was very effective, with the colors appearing vivid and bright enough to dimly illuminate the surrounding stalagmites and stalactites. The rest of the cave was quite simple. The show building was designed with the mine train tracks bending at the entry and exit points. This prevented outside light from entering the dark caverns and ruining the effect of the glowing water. The mine train meandered along its track through the caverns, passing each of the show scenes. Rock work was sculpted along the train's path, but for the areas farther away from the train, 2D cutouts with fluorescent paint were used to create the illusion of stalagmites and stalactites. 
Because of how dark the Rainbow Caverns were, the 2D cutouts were not obvious. Fans were hung around the show building to create cool gusts of wind, and fluorescent signs highlighting areas such as Geyser Grotto pointed out what riders were looking at. And beyond it all, a mysterious and ethereal soundtrack played throughout the caverns. The music featured a female choir against the sounds of a theremin. The combination of the dark caverns, glowing streams, splashing of the water, and haunting music culminated in an otherworldly experience. When the mine train through nature's wonderland closed in 1977, the Rainbow Caverns were completely removed. In fact, the show building was demolished altogether. In its place today stands a portion of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and the maintenance garage for its trains. No visible signs or traces of the Rainbow Caverns remain. However, two homages at the Disneyland Resort paid tribute to the Rainbow Caverns. The first is in the initial indoor lift on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. If you look to your left, you can see illuminated stalagmites and stalactites in different colors. However, this effect is achieved through colored lighting. In Disney California Adventure, a similar glowing cavern can be found at the end of Radiator Springs Racers in Cars Land. When your car returns to the loading and unloading area, you come across the vivid taillight caverns. The effect here is also achieved through colored lighting. Additionally, in what is an obvious nod to the Rainbow Caverns, the 2012 video game Epic Mickey 2 The Power of Two features an area in the wasteland portion of the game called Rainbow Caverns. Another homage to Rainbow Caverns can be seen in the 2017 Mickey Mouse short titled Mickey Mouse in Nature's Wonderland. The episode features various elements from Mine Train Through Nature's Wonderland and Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and it ends with Mickey and Minnie riding along a train track through Rainbow Caverns, complete with the ethereal music from the attraction. Today, Few photos and even fewer videos exist of the Rainbow Caverns. While the caverns were dark and difficult to capture on film as a result, the fluorescent water also proved challenging to capture. Even in the present day, it is likely that a recreated Rainbow Caverns using the same technology would be difficult to photograph or film due to the challenges in photographing fluorescence from ultraviolet lighting. It is quite unlikely that even Disney was able to properly document Rainbow Caverns for these reasons. As such, it is uncommon for new photos to make their way onto the internet, and those that exist are unable to convey what Rainbow Caverns was really like. Many of these photos have been enhanced to provide an approximation based on people's memories and what we know of the Rainbow Caverns. There is, however, one video, albeit black and white, that can presently be seen on YouTube. It is a brief, silent clip in black and white from the 1956 program Disneyland USA. The video clip provides a good look at the water flowing within Rainbow Caverns. I will include a link to the video in the show notes.
The Rainbow Caverns are long gone, and it is likely that a combination of what made the caverns what they were contribute to its legendary status within Disneyland history. Bringing the caverns to life required the creative innovation of Imagineer Claude Coates. The experience itself consisted of winding through dark caverns with brightly colored water in a mine train as music mixed with the sounds of splashing water. And then there's the scarcity of photo and video examples of the caverns. All of these factors make Rainbow Caverns one of the most important destinations in Discoveryland. There's no place like Disneyland, and around every corner of the park is some hidden history waiting to be discovered. I hope you'll join me next time for another adventure into the vibrant history of the Magic Kingdom. I'd love to hear from you. You can write to Discoveryland by emailing discoverylandshow at yahoo.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at discoverylandshow and on Twitter at discoverylandvc. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that you'll be back with us again soon.